We interrupt your special announcement to bring you this regularly scheduled programming. Ouch! What do you do? Hey, it's Coolio if you don't know, and it is time for yet another episode of Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM in Halifax. How's everybody doing? How's everybody holding up considering all the stuff that's going on? Uh, the important thing is, it is Friday now. It is time to kick back and relax, and it is time to see what is new over at lowbiasgaming.net. And I do, you know, highlight the word new in that sentence because there's a lot of old stuff. Um, a lot of re-uploads from Jason. Uh, mostly re-uploads from Jason. I'm just scrolling through here and seeing if there's anything new here. There's two new episodes, at least two new episodes of Final Fantasy VIII. Um, there is, oh, Scarlet has posted Project Warlock, uh, the entirety of Campaign 1, uh, 13 videos there. Uh, the Super Mario Brothers that Jason has posted is not actually a repost. It is a new playlist as far as I can tell. Uh, there are four videos there, a pretty short game as you probably all know. Two new episodes of Minecraft from Jason, another two of Final Fantasy VIII. Uh, so there, that is, and there you go. There are also some new uh, soundtracks. There's The Settlers 2, there's The Battle of Olympus, uh, and three new episodes, thank you phone, three new episodes of um, Mystery Science Theater 3000, all from season nine. So cool stuff. Oh, we have almost the entire original run of it. We're not, I don't think we're going to be posting uh, seasons 11 and onward because those are on Netflix and that would be a bad idea. But um, yeah, that's what's going on over at Lobias Gaming. Co-Odd 20 continues and we do have a guest for this episode as usual, but first it is time for some archives. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU, 88.1 FM Halifax.
listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. That song was by Satoi Terashima, and it is the stage one theme of today's game from the archives. Packing a heap of ugliness, mean old Ma Fratelli's come back for revenge, and this time she plans to do away with the Goonies for good. One by one, this crazed mama and her two nutty sons have kidnapped your fellow goonies, hauling them off to a spooky shack and hiding them in a maze of adventure filled with danger, including the slippery ice cavern, secret underground sea, and eerie attic. Now you're the only goonie left. The fate of your friends is in your hands, but saving the day won't be easy. Armed with your trusty yo-yo and whatever weapons you can find, you'll be forced to fight off fearsome foes and solve menacing mysteries. You'll have to be willing to risk it all, being brave and bold to rescue your buddies, the Goonies. And this is The Goonies 2. It's an action-adventure game for the Nintendo Entertainment System, developed and, and published by Konami and released in 1987. Uh, it is a sequel to the original Goonies NES game that we never got here in North America, but um, it is... It's kind of a weird game. It's sort of open world um, for the most part it kind of is it does get a little confusing to navigate through especially the uh, first person view rooms are a little weird and there's also the front and back side of the map which also adds to the complexity but uh, it's a neat game and Jason has played it as requested by the Rob uh, there are three new uh, three episodes over on lowbiasgaming.net if you want to check that out.
that was Barry the Enabler with VRC62, and you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. And speaking of weird, it is time for the news of the weird. And uh, as uh, things usually happen in this Co-Odd 20 series, I do have a guest with me from this point. Hello! How are you? Hello! It's Axe Mortal again. I have returned. Yes. Much against my doctor's orders. Hopefully not from the dead. Uh... Hmm. Debatable? I hadn't thought about that. And I don't have anything pithy to respond with, so... Oh, well... <laughs> there you go. Alright, so, um... Yeah, you're nothing ready that to... we could put Nothing that we could put on the airwaves, anyway. Fair enough. You ready to read some news? Oh, boy, howdy am I. And I hear you've got a good list of weird ones today for us. Well, the, uh... The, uh, the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication sure do, at, at the very least. Credit where due. Why don't you lead us off? Yes, and as usual, I do not read these stories ahead of time, and some of these may not jive well with all audiences, but they have been scanned for objectionable content. This segment is usually about, let's say, 15 to 20 minutes long, especially with a guest, so take that as you will. Our lead story for today, not what it looks like. On April 27th, Bowling Green, Kentucky Mayor Bruce Wilkerson was hard at work at a house he had been renovating when he smelled cigarette smoke and, quote, heard a ruckus outside, so he went to investigate. The former police officer found blood on the cellar door and a bag containing women's clothing inside, but after determining there were no reports of missing women in the area, he told the Bowling Green Daily News, uh, he went back to his work. Later, the electricity suddenly went out, so he went. Uh, so he returned to the cellar door, and this time found a young woman. She said, "I'm hiding from someone," Wilkerson told police. Then she ran away. Police haven't identified her, but Wilkerson wanted to set the record straight before quote a story would come out that I had a lady locked up in my cellar. I must say that was a spot-on impersonation. I really believed you you were getting the essence of that character down. <laughs> well, and again, it's it's kind of like previous stories we had the last time I was on, a couple of them seemed like they were going in a direction, and then they sort of veer off just at the last second, and I'm, I'm glad this one did too. <laughs> well, that's news of the weird for you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alright, next story. Alright, well, we got one titled Quick Thinking. Uh, Eliza Ruth Watson, age 37, raises chickens in Gray, Maine, so she's used to seeing foxes nosing around. But as she worked in her garden on April 23rd, the fox she spotted didn't run when she tried to scare it off by hollering and waving her arms. Instead, the animal lunged at her, ready to attack. Thinking back on it now, the fox was a mangy, stanky fox, which is certainly a way to describe a fox. <laughs> Those are not the words that would come to my mind, but sure. <laughs> Watson told the Sun Journal. She responded by kicking it, but it kept coming back, and I kept kicking it. Finally, Watson grabbed the fox around the neck, and as it fought back, she shoved it into a large pot used for scalding chickens, 
sealing the lid and called 911 and her husband. At the hospital, she received five rabies vaccine injections. People kept asking, are you the one who wrestled the fox? She said, it's certainly not how I expected to spend my day. That is the fox that has had just about enough of everything. There's a fox that's just, it's hungry, it's tired, and it knows nothing but, but that hanger. Yeah. Deep searing hanger for food. It probably doesn't help that it's stanky. What a stanky? If all the words to come up with <laughs> to describe a fox, stanky just is. Does she get a good whiff of that thing, or? Well, I mean, she she did grab the fox around the neck, so I assume so. This is true. I don't know. I just don't. I'm not one to smell foxes personally. <laughs> it's not my not my bag. But I'm, we're not here to judge. We're here to read the news. Exactly. Our next two stories under the title of Zoom Fatigue. Our first one, a video conference meeting of the Vallejo, California Planning Commission got a little weird on April 20th when Commissioner Chris Platzer announced, I'd like to introduce my cat. Then he was seen throwing the cat off screen. Later, Platzer was seen drinking a beer, and after the meeting ended, city staff could still hear him making derogatory remarks about the commission, the, the Vallejo, uh, Vallejo Times-Herald reported. In an April 25th email to the newspaper, Platzer apologized for his actions and said he has resigned from the commission. We are all living in uncertain times, and I certainly, like many of you, am adjusting to a new normalcy, he wrote. Mayor Bob Sem Sempayan... Sempayan? One of the two? Sem Sempayan. Sempayan. Okay. Uh, said he was bo bothered by Platzer's, quote, whole demeanor during the entire meeting. The commission had scheduled a vote to remove Platzer on April 28th. Wait, he already lost me when he threw the cat. You don't throw kitties. <laughs> you don't throw kitties, now. Also kind of a case of you can't fire me, I quit. Yeah, but at the very least, then he can't get, like, he can't get a pension if you quit, I think. I don't know. And you can't, you can't get unemployment, at least as far as I know, you can't get unemployment if you're, if you're, if you quit. You can only get it if you're, like, summarily fired. I mean... And even, even then, it has to be, like, unfair firing. Yeah. I'm not sure differences between how it works in the States and how it works in Canada. I think it's about the same, though. Yeah, and it also changes from state to state. Yes. But just remember, if you're doing video conferencing, pay attention to what you're doing. And don't, don't throw cats. Don't ever throw cats, honestly. And uh, definitely don't grumble about how frustrated you are because uh, people will hear it and ask you about it. Yes. <laughs> that can cause uncomfortable situations, at the very least. So the uh, next story in this uh, Zoom fatigue, ABC News reporter Will Reeve made an internet meme come to life on April 28th when he appeared on Good Morning America to report on pharmacies using drones to deliver prescriptions. Looking dapper in a sport coat and open-collared shirt, Reeve no doubt thought his home setup would camouflage the fact that he wasn't wearing pants. <laughs> I will admit, I have never worn pants during a video call while at work, but also I have everything angled up high enough where you could never tell. Exactly. 
Same, same thing for the streams, too. I don't wear pants on stream. Good to know. <laughs> These are important facts. But anyway, uh, CNN uh, reported, Twitter had a field day, and Reeve himself tweeted back, I have arrived in the most hilariously mortifying way possible. No kidding. Oh, boy. Um... I mean... That that's uh, that's certainly a way to get famous. I wouldn't buy it myself. Yeah, especially when you're on a show such as you know Good Morning America, which yeah, mm. huge huge audience. A little bit, yeah. My goodness, <laughs> that's uh. Yeah. Not really caught with a pants down, more just like with, just without them attention. entirely. <laughs> so here's a bit of irony for you, folks. Um, the National Weather Service issued a dust advisory on April 27th in eastern Washington after wind gusts of more than 40 miles an hour kicked up a wall of sediment. We have had reports of blowing dust near Dusty, seriously near the town of Dusty. On State Road 26 and State Road 127, the NWS reported or tweeted. According to Fox News, the Washington State Patrols uh, reported that State Road 26 was fully blocked about three miles outside of Dusty after a car and a semi truck uh, crashed, rather, um, <laughs> collapsed. Goodness. Just it. The truck was just driving, and then it just fell apart. Just. <laughs> It's kind of like the house at the end of Poltergeist, where it just collapses into itself. <laughs> you hate to see it, but it definitely, it's like human spontaneous combustion. It definitely happens. And you don't expect it to happen. You're, you don't. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, the highway remained closed for about six hours, but that's, that's just stuff at this point. But yeah, it's getting dusty around dusty, isn't it? See, now, the doctor, my doctor told me I definitely needed more irony in my diet. However, I don't, know, I don't necessarily call this irony because it's named Dusty probably because there's lots of dust around. So it's, it's more apropos than <laughs> yes. it is ironic. Uh, people, this is, I, hmm? people use the word ironic incorrectly all the time. But I mean, the last Morissette wrote a song about it. You stole it away from me. I was going to say they really Alanis Morissette it. It's and the ironic thing is, there is nothing ironic in that song. There is nothing ironic. Wedding rain on your wedding day is just a horrible thing happening. Why is this happening? Make it stop, God. <laughs> Quit crying. It's just, I know it's a beautiful ceremony. Exactly. All um, right. So we we got a uh, you got something. No, go ahead. Oh, okay. Don't want to don't step on toes. <laughs> uh, all right, so, we, hey, we got another one of these. Didn't we, ha we have one of these uh, last time? It's a regular feature. Oh, okay. All right. I don't read this often. Least <laughs> competent criminal. We got our, this is our least competent criminal. Crit criminal. <laughs> Let me just drink this water that's next to me real quick. All right. <laughs> least competent criminal. North Carolina State Highway Patrol officers stopped Lance Gordon, age 32, 
on April 24th for speeding in a car belonging to Angela Lee Fort, age 47, of Holly Spring, whom Gordon said was an acquaintance. WRAL reported authorities grew suspicious after Holly Springs police were unable to contact Lee to confirm the story. Oh. And in a sub subsequent search of her house and car, investigators found her body in the car's trunk. Gordon was charged with Lee's murder along with stealing her car. Oh dear. So I kind of object to it being called Lee's competent criminal. I mean, if we're judging that on the merits of a person being caught, then there's lots of I mean, this person did what they did. They, you know, that. Yeah, it's. I find this one weird. It, sad. I mean, sometimes it just kind of are a little reaching, especially in these times where news that's not COVID nineteen related is hard to find. This is true. Still, it's it's definitely not a case of him not being competent, just not being swarthy swarthy enough to, uh, or suave enough rather to. Uh, Swarthy is a completely different word. Swab. Yes. It's not suave enough to talk his way out of being caught. Yeah, Still very, like, very, very, very sad. It's like I usually say, if you're going to do something wrong, do it right. But then again, don't do something wrong to begin with. Yeah, especially, uh, please don't kill people. Exactly. <laughs> desperate times. <laughs> Those are desperate times, and these are probably two. Um, in Legrono, Spain, an unidentified man pushed the envelope on Spain's stringent lockdown rules which make an exception for pet owners who are, allow who are allowed to go outside briefly with their pets, according to Grey News. Excuse me. The National Police tweeted a photo on April 24th of the man being arrested for sitting on a city bench holding his pet fish a fishbowl. I think they forgot a word there. But you get the idea. In a fishbowl. Yeah, I had to double take on that from I'm like, wait. <laughs> I hate when people hold their pet fish a fishbowl. <laughs> Just put the fish in the bowl. Yes. Unless it's a fish-shaped fishbowl. And he's calling it his pet fish. Yeah, people people need to walk their fish, right? They, they need to I, go for yeah. walks. Fish, fish need fresh air as much as the rest of them. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a scientific fact. And if you don't take your fish out for a walk, they can get cranky. Yes. You don't want a cranky fish. Fish are people too. And now we go from uh, desperate times and the worst of times to entrepreneurial spirit. Brian Wood, owner of All-American Gator Products in <laughs> Dania Beach, Florida, will... Oh, man. <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> shocked, I tell you. Uh, is taking face masks to a whole new level by fashioning coverings made with the skin of Burmese pythons. Okay. Some people want to make a fashion statement even during this pandemic, so I gave them, I want to give them options. He told the Miami Herald on April 19th. This this is a terrible idea. Yes. And it explains why. The snakeskin itself doesn't offer any added protection, but the mask would allow for a filter or lining to be inserted and removed. Wood hopes to add alligator and crocodile skin masks to his offerings, although alligator, the diamond of leathers, would be more expensive. I've never heard alligator called the diamond of leather. <laughs> never. Neither have I. 
I, and I'm not. I know I'm not fashion conscious myself, but that's a new one on me. Yeah. Uh, Wood said he will be buying animals from local hunters to meet the demand. Also, how do you breed through those? Yeah, that that's kind of the the big. Well, that's where the uh, the air filters and stuff, I guess, come in. But still, it's. I, and I can't sit there wrong about the fashion statement thing, since, like, you could buy tons of mask-related, like, uh, stuff, uh, printed on masks. Like, I, I keep getting Totoro and Miyazaki, the Studio Ghibli, uh, styled masks on Facebook, because apparently, I, because I like anime, I must want an anime face mask. Oh, definitely. <laughs> But um, my concern is, have you ever tried to put a piece of leather on your face and breathe through it? Like, that's my main concern. Like, I can't let that go. That's saying too much, no. I have definitely not done something like that. I certainly haven't either, but I wouldn't because it seems like a bad idea. I wouldn't begrudge anybody who does, but it's not my thing. <laughs> Here's a name in the news for you guys. Uh, politi- uh, politi- politicians, yes. Political would like police. Some, would you like some sleep? <laughs> that might help a little bit, yes. <laughs> uh, police in Gwinnett County, Georgia, finally caught up with 35-year-old... <laughs> well... Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> of Buford on April 25th. Gonzalez has been wanted in connection with a theft in January when multiple checks were reported stolen from a mailbox in Suwanee, the Associated Press reported. Gonzalez allegedly cashed the checks, used the money to buy more than $3,000 worth of merchandise at Home Depot, then returned the goods for cash. He was charged with forgery, identity theft, and theft by deception. Times are tough for the Looney Tunes. <laughs> Apparently so. And poor Speedy Gonzalez just got hit really, really hard, you know. I mean, he, he, was, he was always a secondary character at best. He never truly got that Bugs Bunny fame is the problem. Yeah. And Daffy, you know, Bugs and Daffy kind of got the... You know, even Porky was bigger than poor Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> but, oh. um... But, yeah, wow. Three... Three grand of merchandise at Home Depot. So I actually used to work at a Home Depot, and we never really had, at least at our place, we didn't have problems with uh, bad check writers or, you know, stolen checks. We had issues with people stealing copper. Oh. Because copper actually sells for a pretty good penny. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah, which is why uh, construction sites actually have to have uh, added security because when they break down buildings, there's lots of copper left over. And what people will do is they'll try to go in at night, steal that copper, and then sell it, you know, sell it to one of the places. I, I don't remember where you can sell it, but it, stuff goes for a lot of money. As long as they don't get caught by the coppers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, Our next story. We got, we got a recurring theme going here. Oh, man. I uh, uh, hope you're ready. Uh, in the Sydney, Australia suburb of Merrickville, family has resorted to erecting a fence and a warning sign to scare away a hu mystery human cooer. 
who has been allegedly defecating next to the garage. Good use of the word. <laughs> uh, United Press International reported, We have installed a fence and a camera to hand over to police. Sign reads, We understand that COVID-19 is tough on everyone, but please stop. Deleted. Uh, on our gar- garage. <laughs> the message also includes directions to a nearby public toilet. It's <sighs> a weird way to show your uh, appreciation for Breaking Bad, but <laughs> please do not poop on Walter White's house. No, that's... Um, wasn't... <sighs> it was throwing a pizza. I, well, I, I actually haven't watched Breaking Bad, so... I only know about it because there was an actual incident where people kept throwing pizzas on top of the house that was used for the uh, Breaking Bad show. Really? Yeah, people were through because it's a, it's apparently it's a scene, a very iconic scene from the show, where I think Walter White or somebody throws a pizza on top of the house out of frustration. So people started driving by, tossing pe- pizza on the house, and people actually lived there. See, there's two ways to take that. Either be annoyed because they're getting your house dirty, or otherwise, hey, free pizza. But that's free pizza with, you know, like, tile shingles in it. And whatever gross, like, has been onto your roof. Laminate the house. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> and our last story... Under the subtitle of EW. Three roommates at Northwest Iowa Community College in Sheldon, Iowa, were charged on April 20th with, with assault in response to an event that took place on March 13th. According to nwestiowa.com, Lindsay Ann Cundiff, 20, uh, Kaya Elaine Kastner, 19, and Ellie Thompson, 20, allegedly removed dry skin from the bottom of one of their feet and added it to a fourth roommate's shredded cheese, then watched her eat it. No word on what else was in the dish. That, yeah. That's ew. That's ew. Definitely. That's actually, um... That is... I don't know if it's a felony, but it's definitely illegal and can get you to your jail time. Yeah. That's, that's a I, huge health code violation. Yep. Definitely so. And I think that also applies to non-restaurants. It's, it's quite quite the way to end the news of the weird today, huh? How about we go listen to some music? Yeah, let's relax that. <laughs> You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax.
is Heartache by Renox. It's a 2020 version. And you're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. And welcome back to Square Wave Symphony here on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax, your home for video games, chiptunes, and all things weird and geeky. I'm cool here if you don't know, and I'm still being joined by... Axe, a uh, friend, longtime friend. We've known each other since high school. <laughs> Don't know about that. Oh, fine, elementary school. <laughs> um, and this is the dialogue box. Uh, we're just going to be talking about pretty much whatever. And at least the starting point that we have come up with here is um, let's players and streamers that we like to watch. And. Maybe maybe some that we like to draw from occasionally. We'll see how it goes, I guess. And um, I guess I'll start with one of the Let's Players that I've been following for the longest amount of time. Um, that would be a How Cow. Um, how Cow. A How Cow. R A O C O W. Oh, um, Rao Cow. Yes, I pronounce it French because I am French. <laughs> is, is it? I, I, I thought it was Raukau. Well, Raukau is fine. Um, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, he has been doing this thing for a very long time. He's one of the first generation Let's Players from the Something Awful days, and he's still doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like him for, for the fact that, you know, Obviously, he loves what he does. He is super chill about what he does, and he's super goofy too. Like he he'll just go off on a tangent, and from there you don't really know what he's going to say next. Um, it's an interesting style of doing it. More. Uh... Yeah, and I, I do I do admit that I sometimes um, take a passage from the book of Haokao, especially if things are getting a little um, if I'm playing a game that's a little strenuous, I might occasionally try to break the tension by just going off on a wild tangent like that. I could see how that that could work, and good good way of redirecting uh, if it if things get a little too touchy. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I should probably start with the the one that brought me into it. Uh, well, I the only reason like I even know you <laughs> is because you know because of Lolo, but before even Lolo, getting into this entire community, it started with Retsuprey and it started with Slowbeef. Yes. Yeah, Slowbeef, the, the very first video Let's Player, the reason why we have Let's Plays to begin with. Pretty much. And even why YouTube, I would almost say he's, what he did led to YouTube's success. You know, we, we got Let's Plays, we got... Uh, these streaming communities it all came out from his uh his video let's play of the immortal and i don't think that's an unfair statement to make you know screen cap lps were 
they were a big thing, but they never really hit off like what what like uh, video let's plays did. Oh, for sure. And pe- obviously, people have been recording themselves playing video games long before let's plays became a thing. But uh, it's is definitely because of slow beef that it started to actually become popular, and it just exploded. And now we have. Uh, well, we had YouTube gaming for a while. That's since merged into YouTube, but we still have, you know, Twitch. We have several other websites like Twitch. Um, Zoom, Mixer. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about Zoom. They apparently started up a streaming service for video games. Really? Yeah. And uh, the program that came out of the ashes of Rabbit, a program called Cast, yes. which I actually use. It is also being uh, marketed as a live streaming service where you can live stream with your friends. Yeah, it's. I, I have. Um, I have been in a couple of uh, cast rooms before, uh, just kind of a movie night type of thing that uh, one of my friends, um, which I could probably talk a little bit about after this, uh, likes to do for her community, mostly people who you know, contribute financially or who moderate. Uh, and I am one of the moderators for our community, so that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. But yes, Slow Beef. Um, kind of a big deal. Yeah. St- and still doing it, just like Hao Cow. First generation yeah. Let's Player, the, pretty much the first. It's uh, one of the few people I've tried to model the way I do streams after is, you know, trying to achieve that more laid-back atmosphere. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I did mention her um, just a couple of minutes ago. Uh, Blazewing uh, is one that I would mention. Uh, she is super enthusiastic about everything that she does, and uh, she just started the whole streaming thing. She went directly to streaming, so uh, didn't do the YouTube thing first. But I guess that's also true for yourself. Uh, but um, yeah, she she started off especially focusing on um, gothic type of games because she identifies as a vampire. Okay. Um, yeah, but um, she she has moved on to all sorts of things. Uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII. I think she's been playing lately. She has a lot of community events, um, and she's generally super friendly. She she also likes to do like crafting streams, kind of mixed in. So she she has kind of a side business type of thing where she um, she does like frosted mugs. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of uh, like if the mug would, had been put in the uh, freezer for a little bit. Uh, not so much, no. It's uh, well... Or it looks like it. A little bit, yes. Kind of an acid treatment that's applied to the glass and... Please a permanent image. Gotcha. 
When she does those, she does Harry Potter style wands. She does all sorts of things. Well, I mean, it's good to have, good to have a, a hustle on a side hustle, or you know, multiple hobbies. Yeah, and if if those hobbies can prove to be entertaining, then why not show them to the world? Exactly. Exactly. Um, so who would be your next pick? Honestly, you know, I got a couple of them off the top of my head. Obviously, Lolo to Puzzlo. I mean, yes. that's how you and I met. And, you know, Lolo has been a huge, huge supporter of my own works as well. Uh, I got to meet him and uh, one other, uh, a bunch of other uh, streamers that we know, Max and Chachi, Chachi LP, uh, Real Soviet Bear. Uh, I got to meet uh, them, Portable Stove. Uh, and uh, uh, that that community in general, just the, them in general. Um, uh, Bear and Bear and Lolo, uh, again, like those two are, are kind of like it's it's like with Slow Beef with me. They got me into these communities. You know, I found Bear through Slow Beef, and then through Bear I found Lolo, and then through Lolo I met you. Um, and Bear and Lolo have just been like super supportive. Uh, they run really, really laid back streams. Bear right. Bears is a lot more developer focused uh, because uh, he's a, a games designer. And oh, then really? Lolo's, yeah, uh, believe he works at Starbreeze. Oh, um, <laughs> I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, um, and Lolo Lolo's stream is more educational. Uh, from more of a, uh, a player standpoint, yeah. Uh, so it's a lot more about, yeah, it's a lot more historic, uh, history kind of related stuff. And obviously, you know, since you know, not everybody who's on Lolo Stream has experience in game development. Uh, it's 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 a little more consumerist uh, focused. You know, like how do you, as a person who doesn't know anything, if if at least a little about development, feel about this product? Hmm. You know. And that's, you know, obviously Retro Rank Rhapsody, uh, which we mentioned the last time I was on. Yes. And it, it, it's a stream that bears repeating. It's, it's pretty good it's show. A, yeah, it's, it's, it's great show. It's great to be on. I see you've signed up for a few media deltas, so it'll be good. To, yes, I have. <laughs> it'll be good to see you weigh in on a few things. I know you were really excited about that. And then um, bears is a lot of fun to be on. Or at least to watch, just because it, you, you get to hear you get to hear stories uh, about game development. But you also get a little more insight into uh, designing and development because you know he knows what he's talking about. Oh, yes. And so it's it's really it's really great, especially for somebody who wanted to get into games but just didn't have, I guess, the the skill for it to kind of get that information and that look inside of it. In, in a very and both of them have really great communities is the other big thing oh like yes you, community is everything yeah so i kind of stole and, stole the seat with a a mountain mountain of uh, people but you know it's there's just so many people that i'm i'm grateful to not only have you know, to watch but just to have met and oh, for say sure. could say that you know they're friends so and, they all deserve mentioning. Yeah, and and that's I'll also mention kind of semi-related at, at least is um, 
just Discord communities in general um, tend to be pretty friendly just just for the fact that it's not like it they are open for the general public to join but they don't have a general public audience you know what i'm saying yeah so you get the people in your group who are actually interested in your group which right exactly. which en which ends up creating a community where everyone can just be friendly so yep that's that's ultimately the goal uh it really just comes down to it comes down to setting uh barrier or setting boundaries and setting them immediately yeah and and enforcing them because too many groups i've i've been in they're like oh yeah you don't want to say this you don't want to say this you don't want to behave this certain way and then they just kind of let people do it and then that just breeds more and more people doing it yeah that is for sure um so we have time for one more uh you want to take it or should i well it's, it's i already went and i actually did quite a bit so why don't you go ahead all right um there's so many to there's so many good ones i'm not really sure who to pick <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, but I'm gonna go with Nakatalili. Okay. I uh, don't know if you're familiar with them. No. Um, just the the way that he does his videos is kind of. Uh, how should I describe it? it? It's he he tries to be kind of informative about the games that he has played before and he tries to be explorative about the games that he hasn't um and then there is also his minecraft series which is not just a regular minecraft series um mm. like it is actually one that i have saved locally because it's just a complete departure it starts off like part one is just Minecraft, and then part two is like an an entire story arc that just gets a little weird. It's almost kind of creepypasta at points, mm -hmm. but um, so it it's, makes for a really neat story. Okay, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah. It, there's him and there's also um, Elemental Ogre who joins for about half of what he does. Uh, they've been friends for like a million years, so a good pairing. Yeah, yeah that I mean that's that's also a pretty good. I'm kind of, you got got me kind of thinking of uh, when you're talking like uh, creepy pasta. You got me thinking of like Pets Cop. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm not super familiar with creepypastas in general. I'm just familiar with the concept. Ah, yeah. <laughs> no, Pets Cops like this fake PS1 game, and it's just a bunch of YouTube videos of somebody playing this supposed PS1 game, and it's very uh, dadaist. I think that's the correct way to pronounce okay. it. Uh, it's just it's very surreal, and it works on plot in terms of 
inference. So there's lots of stuff that's inferred mm -hmm. and loose connections that people make. So interesting. It's definitely it's definitely neat and worth watching. All right. Um, I will try to add some links to all of these people and things and various subjects in the show notes as long as I can remember to do that. But for now, it is time for some music. You're listening to Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. Matthias Stempel with Galaxy Trip, and that will wrap up today's show for this week. I want to thank you all for listening. I hope you, that you enjoyed the show as usual, and I hope that you, Axe, have enjoyed being on the show. Hey, it's an absolute pleasure, and I appreciate that you thought to bring me on again. I, I definitely appreciate you being on the show, and um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun having you on here. 
I appreciate that. I appreciate and... you appreciating me appreciating you. <laughs> Where can people find you online? Uh, so I can be sound at somewhere where I can learn to speak. Uh, that would be <laughs> twitch.tv slash axamortal A-X-A-M-O-R-E-T-L And that, of course, will be in the show notes as well. All right. That's pretty much where you can find me. Yes. All right. So um, let's end this thing the way that we usually do with the credits. Square Wave Symphony is based on the format of the Electric Leftovers podcast by Jason Barton of Low Bias Gaming, lowbiasgaming.net. News of the Weird is written by the editors at Andrews McNeil Syndication, newsoftheweird.com. Segment music composed by myself, Madame Nimiki, Noor Kikimikor, Twilight of Defect, Yakov Altanen, and Commissar. Stay tuned for the Astrology Show coming up next on CKDU, followed by The Witching Hour at 7 p.m. and press start to continue at 8.30. Comments, questions, want your chiptunes featured on the show? Email me at squaresim at lowbiasgaming.net or get in touch on Twitter at squaresim, S-Y-M. You can also leave feedback on the ckdu.ca website, click on Shows, scroll down to Square Wave Symphony and click on Leave Feedback. There's also a podcast version of the show. It's available on lowbiasgaming.net slash squaresim, S-Y-M, or just search for Square Wave Symphony, Square Wave is one word, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or TuneIn Radio, or pretty much any podcast thing that you like to use. This has been Square Wave Symphony on CKDU 88.1 FM Halifax. I'm Coolio, if you don't know, along with... Axe Immortal. And I'll see you guys next time. I'm not the one who's <laughs> got the power.